Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Josh Hoover is the big question here because we know at his core, Kendall Bryles wants to run the football. Like that's, that's, he wants to run. Yeah. Obviously he'll do some more air in and out. Right. Like mm-hmm. this is the beer and shoot, but like, they really do want to space and pace and they want to run the football. That's why it gets so frustrating when they throw around the goal line, cause it's like, you all have been hammering the rock. Why is this changing? And I think for Hoover, the thing is like, you know, and something like he made some mistakes in games, they aired it out, but he's a really young guy. So yeah. that's totally fine. But we know he can air it out. And like, he can make a lot of these throws. They ask him to do it. And, and this is an offense that when you master, you can really do some, th- I mean, we we've seen it a lot. Like when quarterbacks get comfort level, with this offense, it can be really impressive. You know, concerns about the next level be damned. Like, what you know, yeah. if you if you can master this Bryles offense, you're you can really do some damage. And um, at quarterback, like it needs to be pretty consistent. And I know Hoover's not a big guy; he's not small, tiny, but like you know, six one, like less than two hundred pounds, kind of slender. I'm interested to see what the plan is because you know there is a like KJ Jefferson. I've mentioned this too. He's out there. You know, he's not entered the portal yet, but Arkansas just got Taylor Green. And so, like, that is a guy that ran Kendall Bryles' offense really effectively. Is that something that's being talked about? You mentioned Chandler Morris has not moved on yet. And so I think Hoover's a guy that I think will end up being good, but we've seen it now more and more in college football, and I I think TCU might be a situation where this happens too. You just had a season where you won, uh, you know, it was 12 games, I guess. What was it? It ended up being 12 games, right? So, and you win five, like the heat to win is always the heat to win. And so maybe you don't invest the time in developing the quarterback. You want to get somebody else who's more proven. So, you know, I think, I think Josh Hoover will end up being good, but I don't know if, if Kendall Bryles will have the patience. I don't know if Sonny Dykes will have the patience to make sure to see that through if it is good or not, because that's just the way football is working now. It is. You know, they've quietly been really quiet on the portal front with QBs. Now, I, I think K.J. Jefferson makes sense in a vacuum for sure. One thing about Kendall's offense, and Hoover specifically, 
we didn't really see him run much in the games that he was in yes. this year. Um, and I don't know if that was, I mean, I think part of that was they, once Chandler went down, they didn't really have a backup. So you can't get your QB right. hurt. But I mean, Josh, like you think of the offenses that have been good under Kendall, like Baylor aside, but even those teams with Seth Russell and Bryce Petty, those guys could run a little bit, but more, more importantly, like Derek King, KJ Jefferson, mm-hmm. I mean, the QB pulling the ball and taking off is a huge part of what he wants to do. So maybe we see some of that, some more of that from Hoover. Um, you know, the only QB I've really seen them linked to so far is Matthew Sluka, who from Holy Cross is a really popular yeah. name in the portal for a lot of different schools. They do have a freshman Haas Haney coming in next season um, who is super talented and is was an elite 11 finalist. Is probably going to win another state title here this week with Alito and the Texas high school football ranks, but you want to give him time to, to figure this out. So if I had to guess today, I would say Hoover's the guy. Um, but it is interesting to me that I haven't heard much on the quarterback front. And I don't know like what that means for Chandler Morris. If he wants to just kind of stick out the spring and see what the vibe is, what the lay of the land is, and then move on. Um, but Josh, I mean, like you can't, Last year, they they sort of got away with it because Hoover ended up being better than people thought. But in today's world, like you almost have to take a portal QB every cycle because you're you're going to have some attrition. There's injuries, and I mean, there's just so many of them out there that want opportunities. Uh, it's hard to find a good fit, but I just feel like it's almost malpractice if you're not at least, you know, trying Sniffing hard around. to get somebody in there. So on on the defensive front, Andy Avalos comes in because the one thing you say about the 2022 defense was they were really good at making adjustments. They're very also very good at getting punched in the mouth a lot of the time too. Uh, that was a quality that now in some of the games, they were fantastic. Like I think the, the Michigan game plan, they got hit with some stuff, but like they were really good for the most part. They did what they had to do in that game. Um, Texas game, just another really fantastic effort from that defense. So, what are folks and, and then the, you know obviously it was they had a lot of guys back they had a lot of guys back from the defense yeah. and they did not perform that well so now you make the change to Andy Avalos what are people expecting from uh from Andy Avalos as he comes in to run the defense now and once again he was at Boise State you know pretty good name and what are what are folks uh you know what what can they what do you think they're going to see the biggest frustration with the end of the Joe Gillespie era was just his, I mean, he was very, uh, he had a very strong belief in playing conservatively, <clears throat> not blitzing a lot, not bringing a ton of pressure. And I mean, in theory, you want to stop explosive plays, kind of bow up in scoring territory, but I mean, the Red zone roulette, as we call it. Yes. Yes. They weren't doing that well though, Josh. I mean, they were still that Oklahoma game, like Dylan Gabriel was just having all day and making big throws uh, even going back to the season opener with Shadur Sanders in Colorado, it felt like if the team had a competent quarterback with a good skill guys, TCU didn't really have much of an answer um, either with the pass rush or in the secondary. Now Avalos is much more aggressive. I mean, he's going to have a lot more four and five down looks. Um, he brings blitzes. The funny thing is like in some ways they have the hybrid defenders that he would want. I still don't really know. Like, they don't really have edge rushers, Josh. I was trying to think about that today on Locked on Horn Frogs. Um, I mean, they have defense, like more prototypical defensive end types, but 
they don't really have like, I mean, of course nobody does have like a cave on Thibodeau, but they don't even have people that are in that mold or sort of that uh, body type. So I'm not sure what direction they're going to go. Maybe you have to go kind of portal heavy this year. Um, But I mean, I, I think the general consensus is, well, if we were playing conservatively and still giving up explosive plays anyway, at least, you know, if you're bringing some pressure and doing some more exotic things, changing coverage looks, maybe that can lead to some turnovers. But I was surprised. I, Sonny, uh, you know, he went the group of five route the first go around, and Joe was really well respected in college football and had done a nice job in the American Conference. I didn't know if he could go find somebody that was like a, a true defensive mind like this that would buy into on the other side. You know, I know I'm going to have to deal with a hurry up offense that's going to put me in tough situation sometimes but i think andy avalos is a good hire uh like good pedigree great resume on paper i think the one concern is that boise state team seemed to kind of quit nice. on him as a, as a head coach oh they they quit that team that, that team basically went on strike and was like all right we're back uh and they went <laughs> yeah. that's i mean they they fired him and they still won a conference championship now that that also to his credit i will say like he did put together a team that was still able to do that yeah so those were in his, his first guys, two seasons but... they weren't bad but right this, this last so... year was a disaster from a culture yeah. standpoint at least this has been a rogue media network production <laughs>